Ang Harold, thanks so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Um, very, very late to the but just to say belated congratulations on your move to the NWSL with North Carolina Courage. Uh, the season, as we know, in full swing already. How are you finding the new team? Have you have you settled well? Yeah, I've I've loved every minute so far. I arrived about three months ago now, so it's. It's been um, the three months have gone so quick. It's it's crazy, um, but it's really exciting. You know, being in a new league, in a new country with you know completely different game plans, tactics, you know, style of play. It's it's a very exciting time, and you know, I've probably stepped outside of my comfort zone um, quite a bit. And you know, the the pros of this league, the athleticism, um, you know, things like that is probably parts of my game that I do need to improve on. So. You know, to be in that environment and in that culture is is definitely just going to improve my game, hopefully. Um, and yeah, it's just been it's been really good, really exciting, and you know, um, it's an exciting new journey that that I have ahead of me. So, when you were first looking at the NWSL, was it a league you always wanted to go to? Did the opportunity come knocking, or did you have to go look for it yourself? How how did it all happen? Yeah, so it's been. Um, it's been something I've always wanted wanted to do. Um, I don't know if you've seen the film Bend It Like Beckham, but always um, classic. Yeah, it's you know I used to watch that with my sister and my mum every week without fail, and I always used to say to my mum, "One day I would love to go to America to play." And at that time, you know, the league in England um, wasn't as big as as it was, so it's something that's you know taken a bit longer than probably at that age I'd have hoped, but. Um, I think I've probably moved at the at the right time. I had a, you know, I really enjoyed my time at, at Reading the last two years, and you know, I think they've set me up well for for the move that that I've always wanted. And um, and yeah, since since arriving here, it's been exactly as I imagined, and and if not better. Um, it's you know, the league is is very exciting. If I don't know if you've seen the table recently, but there's about four or five points that separate second from from eighth place so you know it, every game matters and every game is so important that you know if you win one game you could go up five places if you lose one game you could go down it's you know it's so exciting and um and yeah I'm just I'm just really enjoying the new challenge and and being in an environment that's challenging me every day nice well yeah speaking of the table I think you guys are in second place is that right right yeah so do you see yourselves, you know, if you if it's flip-flopping all the time, can you see yourselves as title contenders this season? I don't think as a team we've we've not spoken about the league table at the minute. It's the league works a little bit differently in the NWSL. It's there's playoffs, so it doesn't matter where as long as you finish top six, you go through to a, the playoffs and that's what determines who wins the league. Um so at the minute we're sitting in, you know, a really nice spot. But like I said, you you have two games that you don't win a game and we're probably out of that, of the playoffs contention. So, um, yeah, it's, you know, as a group, we're, we're all, we're all winners and we all want to win and we want to do well. And the club has that ambition where, you know, if we don't win the title, we've not succeeded this year. So it's a high expectation to have, but it's one that all the players meet. And, you know, every day we, we come in, we train to the, the best that we can we're only probably on the pitch for about an hour a day because it's it's so hot here that we train early morning and it's still about 30 degrees 
So um, we're in and we're out and, you know, we do the best we can to recover to make sure we're ready for the next next game. So, yeah, it's it's very exciting league over here. Mm, bet you're not missing the Welsh weather, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Although it's not been too bad, I've heard recently. So um, my mum said she's been for a few walks on the beach and stuff, which I'm very jealous of. So um, when the rain comes and hits Wales hard, then I think I'll be, you know, thankful that I'm, I'm still over here. It's interesting, actually, just talking about the playoffs. So that's obviously a bit different to the WSL and you talked about the training regimes. But is there anything particularly that different? Do you feel like the quality is just a little bit quicker or faster or the players that you play against just a bit more? Yeah. I mean, how would you differentiate them both? I think, um, you know, since since moving over here, I've... I've realised that the game is, is a lot quicker um, over here than, than the WSL. There's a lot more, it's a lot more transitional and the speed of play is a lot quicker. However, the, you know, the calibre of players ha- that we have in the WSL, um, we have some, some very great players, some, you know, some of the world's best. So, you know, for that, that instance, it's just the style of play that, that is totally different. Um, but I think, you know, the way that we as, as female athletes get treated over here is probably a lot superior than, than what we do back in England, what I've experienced. Um, Reading was probably the, the best club that I've experienced that at in England. But other than that, I think over here, you, you know, I have, there was a funny story the other day. We have partnerships with a lot of, um, of different, you know, brands over here and one is, is a food brand. Um, and we go in, um, and we get 50% off off our food every time that we go in. So me and a few of the girls went in the other day and, you know, they, they gave us the price and the owner was there and he was speaking to us and he, he said, Oh, I've got a funny story to tell you. So we were just like, Oh, okay. Didn't know where this was going. And he said, oh, one of the male players came in the other day and they cheered that you get 50% off and, and they weren't happy. And the owner said back to him, you know, the when you win your first trophy or, you know, you become champions of your league, we all honour you and give you the 50% off. But until then, the women get 50% off and you don't. And that was that's unheard of for me. You know, I've never experienced that before. Um, yeah, and- yeah, and it's it was so nice just to hear. You know, it doesn't matter if you if you're male or if you're female. If you're succeeding and your club's doing well and you're doing well, you get rewarded for it. And that was exactly what he was promoting. And you know, I've never experienced that back in England before. You know, if if the women get anything, the men have to get that, and probably more as well. So um, that was really refreshing to to hear. And you know, that's that's what it's like over here from what I've experienced so far, you know, you get um, exact same, you get treated the exact same and um, you know, it's the way it should be. No, I, I totally agree with that. Obviously WSL, I know Reading, obviously they play in the men's stadium and I think Leicester announced yesterday that the women will play in the stadium as well. Do you feel because obviously it's it's so hard to remember that you're still quite young, even though you've spent what was it ten years in the WSL in total. Yeah. So do you do you feel like the game is moving on? I mean, you said in America, for instance, you feel like the treatment is a lot, you know, more equal. Do you do you feel like that that's going to be the way forward across the board for women's football? I do, yeah, and I think 
this year specifically in the WSL, the likes of Leicester now coming through and saying most of the games will be at at the men's stadium. Um, I know Everton are doing are doing great things there as well, and you know the likes of Chelsea, Arsenal, Man City. They're already you know they're already doing great things, but um, I do think that you know there needs to be an improvement, and not just in the WSL one, but the WSL two as well. You know there needs there can't be such a a gap between between the two and you know what they offer I feel like you know some WSL2 teams now becoming full-time that's that's a massive statement and that's what we you know what the girls deserve and and what they deserve for for the future as well because you know we're we're athletes and we're in, you know we're trying to live our career but we're also trying to inspire the next generation and if we can have two leagues in England that are full-time um, you know, given so much more opportunity to female footballers to be able to, you know, lift their dreams and succeed will only help women's football in the future. Mm. And the new generation coming up will probably be a bit too young to remember Bendit like Beckham. So they'll be looking at you guys <laughs> as the sort of influence to make them believe they can make a full-time career of this. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, that's the that's the exciting thing now for for young, especially female footballers that when I was you know 12 13 and my ambitions was to you know be a professional footballer I didn't really know of many female footballers um and you know I heard of us Arsenal women's team and that was probably it at that time um and now to think you know most people within England can probably travel 20 30 minutes and be able to see you know, women play on a weekly basis is really exciting. And, you know, if that's not going to inspire the next generation, you know, alongside successes at, at the World Cup and, you know, the Euros and the Olympics and, you know, us being able to perform on the big stage, um, if that doesn't inspire the next generation, then I don't know what what will because, you know, they've they've got such a clearer pathway now to what I experienced when I was younger and, you know, some of the the girls who are a lot older than me experience, you know, a lot worse than what I have. So, you know, we're always thankful for the people before us that, you know, they set set the tone and set the path and, you know, they people hear their voices and that's what's changed the game today. You've just reminded me I need to pre-book my tickets for the Euros next, uh, next year. <laughs> so thanks for that. Um, yeah. <laughs> do you also feel, so next Friday, for instance, uh, your old team, Reddin, play Man United on Sky Sports, which is a new deal with BBC to show. I can't. I should know this. I think it's 30, we're going to show thirty-five live games. Do you feel that sort of deal as well is going to just help it take off a little bit more and reach a few more fan bases? I think Sky Sports is probably you know the biggest um, televised. You know, it's the biggest one out there. So if it's on Sky Sports, then you know, it's definitely going to hit a lot more of a fan base. Um, and I think it's it's what's deserved. It should have probably been done years ago, but it's exciting that Sky Sports now have, have jumped on board and are really pushing to televise women's football. It, it deserves to be televised. You know, there's so many great footballers, great teams in, in England that, you know, it's it should be out there. And, you know, it's very exciting that, that it will be. Um, this season and you know 35 games as, as a start is is very good you know hopefully in many years to come nearly every game can be televised on, on Sky Sports of some sort and you know that'll only enhance the game and you know it'll hit it'll hit different fan base a lot of 
a lot of fans who are, you know, follow the men's teams might now start to follow the women's teams as well, which is what which is what we want, you know. Um, I know some teams have had recently where the women's team plays before or after the men's team to try and get, you know, the fan base there. And, you know, from what I've heard, it, it's worked really well. So maybe that's something that, you know, we can continue to do to raise the profile of women's football. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, are you going to keep an eye on it? I know the time difference isn't great for you at the moment, <laughs> but who, who have you got your eyes on? Who do you think is going to win this season? Can you say? Yeah. Or are you going to be loyal to Reddit? <laughs> I'll definitely keep my eye um, on the league and, you know, I'll be supporting all the Welsh girls that, that are playing in the league. I think for me, Chelsea are, will win the league. Um, they're very strong and, you know, I've, I'm rooting for, for my Welshie, Sophie Ingle, who's there. Um, but I'll also be keeping a close eye on Reading because I've got so much love for that club and the girls and the staff and, you know, I only want want the best for them and you know they they deserve that because you know as as a club they've really supported the women's team there um for the last few years so yeah I'll be keeping a close eye on Reading but I think Chelsea might edge it this year nice I always dub Reading as Wales FC you guys are just you yeah. fill that slot and then you left I was like who am I going to support <laughs> now but um <laughs> Speaking of Wales, I can't resist not asking you the question. Have you taught any of your teammates any Welsh phrases or any words ha- ha- when you start speaking it? Or have you started speaking it to them and they're just looking at you to say, what did you say? Well, my name is a start. I mean, we haven't even got past my name yet with most of the girls. Um, <laughs> so as soon as they nail that, then I might start um, teaching them different phrases. But it's been a real struggle. The name has just been going on for the last three months. And there's a few now that have, that can say it to an extent. Um, but to be fair, one the physio who works at the club, she's adamant. She says Angharad every time because she's like, no, you're not has your Angharad, which is really nice. And she is actually improving, which is, which is nice to see. Um, I've shown them a few interviews that I've done in Welsh and they look at me and the, you know, just like, whoa, what just happened? Um, but yeah, I will get there. But on the Welsh team, we're trying to also teach the girls Welsh. We did it last campaign a few times. We had a teacher come in and, and teach the girls um, a few, you know, do a few Welsh lessons. And I know a few of them have, have carried on with it and they use the app and they try and do it as often as they can. So That'll be really exciting if we can get more of the Welsh girls speaking Welsh because at the minute I think there's only three of us, which, you know, is a, a big shame and something that as a group we strongly believe we want to change and we want to make sure that the Welsh language stays with us and, you know, the more that we can get speaking it and the more we can promote that it's actually cool to speak Welsh and speak your the language of your nation that, you know, we'll get we'll get more people speaking it hopefully from from a younger age. I feel like you're taking the dig at me because I can't speak it. I'm just sat here like I should know all this. If anyone asks me to speak it, I just say, you know, the really small village with the longest name. And that's it. I'm like, that's my party trick. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, that's hard to say. So that's that's a good party trick. Yeah. Can you say it? Oh, I get mixed up with it. So <laughs> right. it's your party trick. So you say it. Go on. Maybe next time. We'll catch up another time and do it. But um. So last one for me, just on a more serious note, obviously, with your Welsh team. 
coached by Gemma Granger now, who's who's quite new. A happy appointment. How how do you feel? She's you know is she gelling with the team? Um, do you like the way she sets you guys up? Is there anything you can give us an insight of? <laughs> Not too much. Um, <laughs> she's she's come in and she's been a breath of fresh air. She's been great. Um, she's got to know us. She it was really important to her just to know each individual as people first and not as footballers. And I think, you know, for the time, the process that it got done where, you know, she was having interview after interview for months, she watched us as footballers. And then as soon as she got told she had the job, she wanted to know us as people and, you know, know about our family, know, you know, what makes us thrive, what, you know, what makes us happy. And that's been really nice for everyone to to you know get get to know someone on a different level when you start speaking about football and you start speaking about your life in general as well um and she's come in and you know uh, she's inspired everyone you know as a group we're we're so excited when we meet up on camp um we've always been like that but there's just a different edge to us i feel like going into you know the next few games um and there's that excitement that she really believes in us and um, she believes that we can do some really big things. She doesn't just think we'll qualify, but she thinks we can qualify and we can compete when we get to to a World Cup or to a European Championship. And, you know, that's exciting. And that's the belief that we wanted and needed in in our manager to to know that we can go out there and, you know, we we can really hold our own and, and show, you know, ourselves on, on a big stage and, and hopefully perform. So, you know, we've got a lot of work to do before we reach that. And, you know, it might not be this time. It might be four, six years down the line where, where we reach a major tournament. But we know we're on the right path. And we know that, you know, as a group of, of players, we're striving to be the best we can be. And we're doing everything we can at the minute to make sure that the next two games is our first two qualifiers. So against Kazakhstan and Estonia, which is, you know, games that within within ourselves, we we think we can win and we can get the six points on the board and start the the new World Cup qualification stage well. But every time we put the shirt on, it, we know it's going to be a hard game, but we do everything once the shirt's on. You know, we play for, for each other, ourselves, um, you know, the next little girl that will put the shirt on. And it's just an exciting time to play for Wales. And, you know, there's no bigger honour than putting the shirt on. Oh, and just singing the anthem. Definitely the best anthem out there in the world. <laughs> Definitely up there. I think the way we sing it as well as a group is is so special. And, you know, you watch like the men's rugby sing it and they sing it with so much passion. And That was something that, you know, before every game, we always say to each other, like, this is going to be our best one, this anthem, because... Every time we sing it, there's just it just gets louder and louder. And you know, some of the girls are still unsure of every word of the anthem. So that can get quite funny at times where you stood next to someone who maybe says one or two words wrong and you, it just throws you off completely. But you know, it's so nice to see that so many of the girls have taken the time to learn the anthem, you know, because ma- the majority of them can't speak the language. So um, for them and Gemma also, she her first game she sang every word of the anthem and you know that just proves um how much you know she she loves being here and being a part of the group and um and yeah it's just it is the best anthem I have to say <laughs> no I've got goosebumps thinking about it to be fair I know well I have to tune in when you guys play and I'll be there hand on heart singing it too yeah 
Good, good. <laughs> and Harrods, thank you so much for your time. Uh, we'll be keeping a close eye on you for this. Well, now that you've explained all the playoffs and the drafts and everything that works. So um, good luck with that and uh, wish you all the best for the rest of the season. Thank you. Thanks for having me.